And welcome back to Answers for Elders Radio, everyone. I am here with a brand new guest, and his name is Mr. Roland Wright, and he is with the Widows Project. Um, Roland, welcome to the program. Thank you. It's an honor to be here. Tell me a little bit about the Widows Project. Like, how did it start, and what do you do? Well, I tell people that it really started from a culmination of years of personal Bible study, and uh, and then reading a book called The Hole in Our Gospel, Richard Stearns, if you're familiar. And uh, it just became aware to me from uh, the scripture and from this book that uh, we have a responsibility to uh, those that are vulnerable mm-hmm. and disadvantaged. And, uh, and so I purpose to finally, I think the book of James, he talks about your do and doing, uh, be doers of the word, mm-hmm. not hearers only. And uh, so I set out from that point to find my due. Mm-hmm. And uh, from research and so forth, I, I felt that the widowed of our our communities were underserved mm-hmm. and that that's what I purpose to do. Well, and it's like what we were talking earlier. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I just as a caregiver, I was not a spouse, but I know the overwhelming time it was when my mother passed. And I talked, I've talked about this several times on the show about when someone passes, it's like your, all your lifeline that you relied on, uh, the caregivers that they, that she had, the care managers, the doctors, the nurses, the, you know, even, you know, even her, you know, podiatrists, things like that. I had that lifeline for myself. I could talk to them about the process, about what we were going through. And the minute she passed away, it was like it was all gone. It was like there was this umbilical cord that was cut. Mm -hmm. And I can only anticipate, you know, I was her caregiver. That isn't anything close to being a spouse. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I can only imagine, especially with the large Alzheimer's population, too, of watching a spouse decline. Um, over time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, having to say goodbye a little at a time, it's like, it's like part of your soul is being ripped out. Mm -hmm. I can only imagine that that's the case. Is that, you know, am I describing it accurately? (laughs) Well, I have sat through uh, uh, several of our sessions that we provide grief support. And I just hear the rawness of Mm -hmm. and and also the loneliness and Mm -hmm. aloneness, and how they talk about uh, their friends' response is so much different to them. Sure. Because they don't well, know what to say. Well, friends don't know what to say. That's exactly. Exact, yeah. And I think the two, uh, the next thing is, especially as a spouse, I can only imagine that every waking moment you're thinking about the care of your loved one, you know, your, your partner sure. uh, in life. And I know many couples out there that are, are seniors, they've been married. 40, 50, 60 years. Mm-hmm. Um, they've never known really life without that person. Exactly. Um, you know, and, and understanding that now all of a sudden that purpose is gone. Mm-hmm. It's how do, you, how do you build a life again when you don't even know? So I am so glad for the work that you do. So tell me a little bit about, so that's the framework Obviously, what do you do for widows and widow? I'm assuming widowers as well. Mm-hmm. Well, yes, it is for widowers, and I appreciate you mentioning that because uh, our our title doesn't exactly say that, but we redefine it. We want to give the definition that, uh, in our sense, we mean it mm-hmm. in a general way. We want we're included in the men as well. Mm-hmm. So, 
another thing that you find, and, and one thing that we're doing, is that we're purposing to build a directory of businesses and services that will uh, deal with the widowed ethically and honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're vulnerable. And they're also, besides the loss that you were just talking about, they're cast into a, a new role that they, Very much that so. they've never had before. If he took care of the, money. the car always <laughs> oh, or yeah. the money or <laughs> whatever it was, all of a sudden she's cast into what do I do? Mm-hmm. And and hopefully we want to create a, a safe community uh, with vendors, with businesses, people that that will we're, we vet them. We have them sign off Good on a you. on a on a a, a a contract that basically says yes, I will purpose to deal with them ethically and honestly, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and because we want to create that safe environment. They don't know who to go to. They haven't done that before, mm-hmm. and uh, and we experienced that here this past year. We had one that was directed to us. Uh, she had never bought a car before. She was obviously nervous about that. We put her in touch with a, a, a local uh, uh, company, and uh, I just asked for an agent that I said, I want you to deal with her like you would deal with your grandmother. Right. Would you do that for me? And he did, and it was a great experience. And, oh, and, good. And they did a great job. It was actually Bickford Ford. I'll put a plug in for them. Well, they should be lucky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so That's great. Yeah. So, Roland, obviously it's a process. And and if you have a family member, let's just say, for example, there's a lot of families out here right now that probably had a, the loss of a loved one um, and mom or dad are still left behind. What are some, I guess, warning signs that you should look for that they might need some extra support from them? Well, uh, again, from my experience, many of them talk about that it being a uh, kind of a fog or, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, you know, uh, they're distracted. They're not able to focus mm-hmm. a, as well. Um, I think if you see, uh, those types of signs, uh, they, they probably will even just be a little bit feel vulnerable mm-hmm. and scared. Right. Uh, they're just, again, they're put into a role cast into, uh, uh, what we may call a new normal, mm-hmm. and th- they hope that it's not a long-term normal, right? In right. their depression or grief, or and so we want to be compassionate in that regard, mm-hmm. and and hopefully we can come alongside them in at least the two areas that we have right now. We're offering the grief support classes that we do at Brookdale uh, Arbor Place in South Everett. So if people are located close to that area. Mm-hmm. Uh, we meet on Tuesday nights, and they can find that information on our website and uh, on uh, we have Facebook too. So, and we are talking to Mr. Roland Wright, and he is the president and founder of the Widows Project. And <clears throat> Roland, you talked about you have your meetings in South Everett. What kind of? I mean, is it just for people in Snohomish County? Do you do you service um, widows all over Puget Sound? What is kind of your reach? Uh, I tell people right now that we we are a local entity with with a national vision, and uh, mm-hmm. we purpose that uh, we hope that by next year we could be having satellite uh, grief support services mm-hmm. available. That would be great, uh, and that we would have businesses throughout uh, the Puget Sound that would uh, that they could trust. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we want to we want to build that as a 
as a, a zip code specific type of uh, a website where they can go in and put in their zip code and find those businesses and find those places that provide our grief support That's great. Uh, around the area. That's mm-hmm. great. And so, you know, obviously you talked about the classes. What could somebody expect in the classes that you do? Well, currently we're using uh, the grief share material. They're mm-hmm. a national entity. And uh, it's a 13-week video-based series that Mm -hmm. also has an accompanying workbook. And so they take the workbook during the week, and it has some exercises and things uh, for them to reflect and to look at and and give them some tools to help them process Mm -hmm. uh, the early stages, at least, of of grief uh, and and their loss. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then obviously, you know, it's – I'm assuming it's really learning – on your own level to find new purpose again. I I can only anticipate. It's that feeling of, you know, there's a reason to live mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I yeah. I mean, I know that there's some sad statistics out there that oftentimes a long-term um, you know, husband will pass and the wife will pass away not soon thereafter. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> you know, my my anticipate my thought process is is to really understand that they that they can find life again and that I think is so valuable out there. Well, and we believe that there's hope in the word <laughs> yeah. in Christ. Mm-hmm. And so we are a, we call ourselves a faith-based organization. We believe that that Jesus is that answer and and uh, for those that were without Christ or without hope. And uh, so we do uh uh you know the the curriculum is faith based as well. It's directed at the scriptures, and uh, the I have a facilitator, uh, Rick McGregor. He's a professional counselor. He's on my board, and mm-hmm. he's also the facilitator for these classes, doing an excellent job. That's great. That's great. And so, a little bit more about um, you. You say you do a um, a networking Widow's Day banquet. I would love to talk about that. <laughs> Well, May 3rd is National Widow's Day. I had purposed once I started the organization that we is should have really? something. It is. I it's didn't on know the same that. as the day of prayer. Exactly. And so I Googled it and uh, I discovered it. And I was going to start it anyway if it wasn't. So, uh, but May 3rd. So, what we're purposing to do this year on April 28th, uh, Brookdale Our Replace also has come to us. They want to participate and they're going to host a banquet. Uh, we're going to be able to to host up one up to 150 guests, and so uh, we want the the men as well, but it's for widow and widow. Yes, and uh, we're seeking to uh, talk to the, uh, the business people of mm-hmm. the area as well and get gift certificates and and so forth. So we will gift them at that evening event. That would be and wonderful. So it'll be at five o'clock on April. 28th, uh-huh. and then they can use them during that week of May 3rd and National Widow's Day. That's awesome. And can you register for that um, online, or how do people f- get registered for that event? Yeah, the best way right now is to is to use our email address. It's info at thewidowsproject.org. And now you have a couple events coming up here. April 6th, for those businesses listening to us today that would like to participate in some way, uh, we're having a breakfast, what we call full circle business directory breakfast on Friday morning, April 6th, 730 in the morning. Uh-huh. It's at Mill Creek Foursquare Church in Linwood, Washington. 
And uh, that address is 1415 164th Street Southwest mm-hmm. in Linwood. And please, RSV at that same email address, info okay. at thewidowsproject.org. Okay. And then you have another Widow's Banquet? That's April 28th. It uh, is in conjunction with Brookdale Arbor Place. They're hosting. We're looking to guest 150 uh, widowed people of the area. And if they will RSV as well, that'll be at 5 o'clock on April 28th. You can RSVP that to info at thewidowsproject.org. Rollin, thanks so much for being on the program. Thanks for having me. Hey everybody, Jared Sebesti, your host of Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. Few people could just flip the switch from working a career 30 or 40 plus years retiring on Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.